Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host for the evening, the five-star man, Asa Gray, and joining me at this time is nobody. Um, Dalton unable to make it this week. Uh, it has been a, a hectic couple of weeks for the both of us over the last two... This is now... Th- we, this would have been the third week in a row that we wouldn't have posted, and I didn't want to do that. So this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. Um, so first off, I want to apologize uh, to everybody because for missing the two weeks, because there was stuff we could have talked about. We didn't get to do our full SummerSlam review like we were planning on. Uh, other stuff, you know, just happening. Like there's big NXT UK news hitting today with a lot of that roster being cut with the announcement that NXT UK is going to kind of take a hiatus. And now it in the down the line next year i think it's in 2023 they were going to do it, it would be rebranded slash reinvented as nxt europe so the people who weren't moved over to america we saw a bunch of debuts this week on nxt a lot of those people are going to be released and we saw it just throughout the day just a ton of names cut but it, so we would i would have liked to have been able to talk to dalton about that because dalton is a lot more into nxt uk than i am but like I said, I wanted to get something out there. This is going to be a different type of episode. If this is your first episode, uh, I apologize. Hopefully next week we will be back to normal. We'll have the normal format of news and all of that. But what I wanted to do for this week is kind of, we start every week, as you know, with the power of positivity, where we talk about something in wrestling that makes us happy, something that's good. You know, there's so much negativity out there, especially on social media and podcasting and just the world that sometimes it's nice to just focus on the positives. And that's kind of what this episode is going to be. There's not going to be a lot of news talk. It's mostly just going to be me kind of catching you up with what we've been doing with wrestling, what we and, and what in wrestling has been making me very happy because it's it, there's a ton. There I've kind of narrowed it down because I don't I don't this isn't going to be like a normal length episode. This is going to be something completely different, but Instead of doing, you know, like the news of the week or any kind of dedicated review or preview, which thankfully there's really nothing this weekend that we would really normally talk about. It's just I can kind of gush on cool stuff that I've enjoyed, maybe encourage you to check it out. And if you have already seen all of it, let me know what you've been enjoying in wrestling. Of course, you can hit us up on Twitter. The show is twitter.com slash nerdiestpart at nerdiestpart. I am at the five star man with the number five Dalton, uh, Mr. D Anthony N P O T R. So let us know what you've been enjoying in wrestling, what you've been watching, what your favorite matches are, stuff like that. So, uh, first thing that was originally when I first saw it, uh, on, it was on up, up, down, down, which spoiler alert, if you have listened to me before, there's going to be a lot of things on here that are just going to be like, yes, of course, Asa likes The New Day, Asa likes Up, Up, Down, Down, and stuff like that, so I'm a I'm a predictable person. I'm okay with that. It'll be fine. But I saw it on Up, Up, Down, Down. It's been a couple weeks at this point, but there was an episode that featured all three members of The New Day for the first time in forever, I think probably since Big E had his neck injury. And it was, so it's Kofi, it's Woods, and it's Big E, and they do their New Day greeting, which they've talked about on their podcast before, 
that if they're ever traveling separately for whatever reason, like if they're not all on the same brand and they are on the same show, or if someone's travel got was different, whenever they see each other in the locker room for the first time, they get as like loud and as obnoxious as possible. And they do this big jumping, yelling hug between the three of them. And they did it on up, up, down, down. And it was just like, I, I have met Xavier Woods one time. We have talked on Twitter like, twice i think but i've never met kofi i've never biggie met biggie i don't know these people but to see them be so happy to just be around each other after being a fan of them for so long was it it made my heart smile like it just made me so incredibly happy so seeing that kind of out of nowhere where they're doing the jumping around as like ricochet and and uh masse now from the maximum male models are looking on like their bags are getting dropped kofi's hat goes flying ricochet grabs that it just it was a very very nice moment and all three of those guys clearly have so much love for each other that it was just it was very sweet to see and that that made me happy uh let's see i don't have man i should have so i have a list of stuff that I wanted to talk about and mention as being, you know, stuff in wrestling that I have been enjoying, but it's not formatted at all. It's literally just like a big paragraph. So this is going to be a real weird episode. (laughs) I apologize in advance. Will this get posted? Who knows? We'll see. Will this just be the ramblings of a madman only to himself? Time will tell. Uh, Yeah, I'm just going to go in order. There's no set. There's no rhyme or reason to this. So buckle in kids this one isn't it's not i'm not happy because he's gone i'm happy because we had him and he's probably coming he's made it clear he wants to come back um but uh kanosuke uh Takeshita is his return to japan his excursion from japan to, to the time he spent in aew has ended and he is just i don't know he he blew up like this is someone who came to aew won maybe like two or three matches but he the look at the list of people that he's wrestled and look at the quality of the matches he's had on top of he's made a ton of different indie appearances as well and he had just an absolutely amazing excursion. He created a Twitter bond that will last forever between himself and Cinnabon, which, you know, you love to see. And he seems to have just, like, made the best impression on people. Like, Chris Jericho tweeted out that he was a future world champion in just... And I believe it. Like, 100%. I believe it. Wherever he ends up, he's going to be incredibly successful. And and he said that, and he did an interview, I think it was with Cultaholic. I only just kind of, I saw this on Twitter, so it's not like a news source, but where he mentioned, like, he really liked his time at AEW. He appreciated everything they did for him. And when he returns, like, that's where he would want to go. He didn't have a lot of interest in going to WWE. So I, I would love to see him just like, I don't know how long he'll be gone. And I don't know when the next but like if he's the joker for the next casino battle royal that would be incredible i would love that just you know in in the aew 
AEW fans would be very, very excited. Like, I know he's not, you know, the level of a surprise or like the level of a name like a Leo Rush or, or something like that or any of the other Joker entrants that have been. I know Ruby Wright was, I believe Ruby Wright was the Joker in that one. Am I making that up? Am I wrong? This is why I need Dalton because he would know that and he would be able to be like, no, it wasn't her. It was this person. But so fact check me there. Let me know if I'm wrong because I don't want to just, you know, sit here and be wrong. I, I, but I, he did, he did so good. He had so many just really good matches. And the fact that he continued to just like endear himself to the crowd is just, that is something that is organic and it's not something that you can really teach. Like that was just, that was just him. And it worked out fantastically for him. So uh, I'm bummed that his excursion time has ended, but I'm so excited to see what he does next, both in Japan and whenever he inevitably returns to America. So congratulations to Takeshita. Can't wait to see what's next. We did also get some AEW game footage at the THQ event. I... The footage itself was fine. That's not what I'm like super excited about. And I know this isn't exactly going to be, it might be controversial, but it's not surprising is what I'll say uh, when I'm about what I'm about to say about it is my favorite part of it. It's like, yeah, we see that Adam Cole is a playable character. So that's, I think to me, that's an interesting part of like an interesting addition to the roster. Cause I don't remember exactly when Adam Cole debuted for AEW or like, who debuted before or after him, but I feel like that is a more recent person to sign to have in the game. So maybe the roster will be a little bit more robust than I was worried about. Uh, and then uh, of course, Britt Baker was also in the game. She was the other player in the, in the footage that we saw, but yes, the game isn't as graphically amazing as like a 2k game, which they've never said it was going to be. They never claimed that's what they wanted. They want to just make a game that feels good to play. And I hope that that's what we're getting. But the thing that I'm most excited about from the trailer that we got, excuse me, was the mini games. I, I don't know how they're going to factor in. I don't know if it's going to be like a, you know, do you, are they going to be part of the career mode? I can't imagine that they're going to be because that would be an odd choice, but like, you're telling me there's a home run derby with a barbed wire baseball bat and the casino battle Royal where you actually have to get casino chips like during the match. I'm, I'm into goofy stuff like that as an alternative. One of the things that I miss the most about the nether realm mortal Kombat games is like they had at one point there was a full blown like puzzle fighter style mini game in one of the, in one of those games. I can't remember which game had what. They had Motor Combat, which was like a little kart racer as part on top of just the the normal fighting game. And I love little bonuses like that. Like they're not necessary. You don't need you if you don't want to play them, you don't have to. Maybe they'll have like trophies tied to them maybe, which I kind of hope they don't because I'm not like I'm I don't, I'm not a big like trophy or achievement hunter, but if if a game is like doable, I'll go for it. Um I don't know. I just, I think that's fun. I think it's a neat little bonus that some people took way too seriously. And they're like, well, if it's not like if they didn't do the mini games, the game was going to look a million times better or run a million times smoother. Cause like the, th the, the trash can on Cole's head, just kind of floating there was, you know, that's, it, it, it doesn't look great, 
Um, I'm fine with the graphics not being like, you know, triple A, you know, super intensely good. That's not words, dear God, what an episode. (laughs) But, you know, it also doesn't, it just, it didn't look great. And again, if it if it plays fun, if or if if it plays well, if it's a ton of fun to play, that's what's most important. And hopefully, it will be. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I wish we could have gotten a release date because I'm curious if it's coming out this year or not. We'll wait and see. But as we get closer, as time moves on, I'm sure we'll get more information, more footage, uh, more roster reveal stuff like that. So, but I'm really looking forward to the AEW game. I think it'll be a ton of fun. I hope it, I hope it will be. So fingers crossed. Let's see. Uh, see, I could have tied this in with the new day on the up, 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 down, down, but I'm bad at this. And this is just kind of a word vomit of fun things. Last couple weeks, RJ City hosts the Hey EW YouTube show on the AEW YouTube channel. And it's just a talk show where he brings on a guest and they just kind of bullshit. And it is just a glorious amount of fun especially because like there's so many wrestlers that i wouldn't have thought would have had the sense of humor that they have that really shine on it the acclaimed did an episode that was great which that's not super surprising the most recent episode was taz who if you listen to him like do commentary you know he's got a sense of humor you know he's got really good comedic timing but he like came in knowing what the show was and just being super antagonistic towards RJ and it was hilarious and it it was amazing. And there were a couple moments where like RJ makes him break. And so he has to like cover or give it. He just admits he's like, okay, that was funny. You're that was actually really funny. And that was a ton of fun. But the best episode was one that I'm convinced was conceived specifically for me. And that was, I believe it was two weeks ago, maybe three, but it was William Regal. It was William Regal and RJ City, and I, it just, chef's kiss, man. Like, I loved it. It was a ton of fun. Regal has such great comedic timing. He's a hilarious person in general, which, again, shocker, Ace is gushing over something William Regal did. I can't believe it either. Audience, internet, nerds, friends, whoever you are. So... Get, if you haven't checked it out yet, I've, I've talked about it a lot before, but the Hey EW is just, it's a it's a weekly highlight for, for Sunday. Um, actually, speaking of YouTube, I did do this one right. Speaking of YouTube and Sundays, Ethan Page continues to do his toy hunt vlogs. Those are a ton of fun to watch. He, had, he did one with Johnny Gargano. Uh, he also did one with uh, Brody King that Dalton and I were quoting endlessly. That episode included... Um, I think his name is Charles. It's just Charles on Instagram is what they call him. But he is uh, it's someone else that works at AEW. It's not a wrestler, but they they went real in depth on the homies. The if you remember the tiny little plastic homies collectibles and the the airbrush shirts and things like that. It it's it's just it's a ton of fun. His, Ethan Page's vlog stuff, vlog stuff is fantastic. Uh, and then also on top of that, Dan Housen as well. He did one from uh, C2E2. He had a fun bit with CM Punk about Punk having to like buy him very, very expensive graded comics at this event to make up for Punk using Dan Housen's finisher because they have become friends, which is hilarious to me. I love that. That's just a ton of fun. But yeah, 
YouTube stuff, like extra, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to be watching the show to pay attention to it. Like, it's just fun bonus stuff to, to come out. Uh, let's see. Other stuff that I have enjoyed in wrestling recent wrestling recently is Ron Smackdown. And it seems like the, the triple H regime is making strides in making the show uh, more enjoyable. I don't watch any wrestling live weekly because I don't have cable. I just kind of will find matches that I need to see later, watch segments and stuff and, and read recaps. So I know at least what went on, but you know, reading through and seeing some of these matches that and some of the show structures I really, really like. And I do think that there is, it's not as a big of a swing as a lot of people may, may have been expecting. But like I said, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about Vince leaving is, you know, we, we will feel an impact and there will be changes, but they may not be as immediate. So we could be seeing more and more gradual changes as it comes, but just some of the note things that I've noticed. And I know the internet has talked about before, we're getting longer matches during the show. Um, we're getting like really, really good matches, including the the United States Championship match between Lashley and uh, Champa, the Intercontinental Championship match with Gunther and Nakamura, uh, stuff like that. Like, and and also just kind of a, a bigger, a much bigger focus on the secondary titles. Like, we're getting video packages. We're getting you know, deep dives into why these titles are important, who has held these titles before, things like that, that really was missing previously. Look at how long, I want to say the Intercontinental Championship wasn't defended on pay-per-view for more than like a calendar year on a, like a worth of pay-per-views. It was like from the paper, the event before WrestleMania to after WrestleMania. I don't remember, but there was a big stretch where the Intercontinental title was just not on the, the pay-per-view events or the premium live events, whatever you want to call them now. And I feel like that is now going to change. We're going to get a shift of that, which you especially need whenever you're the Ubu champion, your rear top guy, your world champion isn't on every show. He isn't showing up every week on the weekly television or even sometimes on the pay-per-views on the premium events. So it's, it's good to see such a focus put on those intercontinental shot title or on those secondary titles like the intercontinental title and the U.S. title. Excuse me. I also need both Gunther and Lashley to hold on to those because like I told Dalton, I can't remember if I told him if I mentioned it on a show or if just while we were talking that if we can make it to Survivor Series, that means we'll get Gunther versus Lashley. And I want that. Give me that. That is a match that I really want to see. So give me that. Let me have that. But also, I don't, maybe they won't do that Survivor Series shakeup because there's rumors and reports that they may split the WWE title from the Universal Championship again. So it will no longer be the UU Championship, which will make me very sad because that makes me laugh. It's a dumb joke that's been done to death, but I don't care. It's my show and I, it's a silly little bit to me. Uh, let's see where else I lost my spot emphasis, longer matches, emphasis on secondary titles. Um, it seems like people have a little bit more freedom in promos, like, you know, the Drew McIntyre going crazy saying wrestler and wrestling ring and wrestling and, and all of that, like that's whatever, but it does kind of feel a little bit more, things feel less scripted, like, and people are allowing to feel a little bit more natural. Um, if Triple H is being in charge means that can we get a big Kevin Owens push and Kevin Owens gets treated like a big deal. Not going to complain about that even remotely. Just put a microphone in his hand and let him 
go to town. Yes, please. All on board with that. And then the uh, big one is actually real quick. So, and uh, Drew Gulak mentioned that he is back on Twitch and said, thank you, Papa H. So maybe we'll get to see more of those streams coming back. I meant to look this up before I recorded because this was a question that I asked and then forgot I asked it. And the cool part is now that Dalton's not here, I can't just throw to him to let him talk. Now it's just going to be a bunch of dead air as I try to figure out if Dakota Kai was is able to continue streaming. Because when she was whenever she was on NXT, she Yeah, okay. So it looks like last live was 2 weeks ago. So that would've been after she came back. So I think maybe she can possibly Oh no, that's a highlight. Never, oh no, that, never mind. I'm remaining past broadcast, late night, super s- scuffed stream. I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, so Drew Gulak being able to be back on Twitch, um, Dakota Kai being back or being able to keep her Twitch channel now that she's back in the fold. It, you know, will we get to see up, up, down, down streaming on Twitch more, um, or even just Woods himself being able to stream on Twitch more? I, you know, fingers crossed because that has been just such a big, that was a huge black eye to WWE's just like public perception to fans of, and especially fans of people like, oh, hey, by the way, no secondary stuff like that. That sucked. So hopefully that's been undone and maybe we'll see more here in the couple weeks. And then speaking of Dakota Kai, uh, we're seeing a ton of returns as well of people coming back who were previously let go people who kind of seemed like maybe they were triple H people, you know, uh, NXT stars, people who got called up and kind of got a raw deal on the main roster uh, after leaving NXT. Um, so it kind of kicked off at SummerSlam when Bailey brought out, uh, EO sky, the former EO Shirai, which granted she never, she was never released. She just had like, there were reports that her contract was coming up and she had not resigned yet. So it's, that's not one necessarily that's returning as much as just like she decided to sign a new contract. Um, but she did get repackaged as EO sky, which makes sense. I, it, it goes to my theory of WWE still wants to own the trademark for the name. And so like EO Shriving, uh, if that even, I don't know if it's her real name or if it is like, that was the indie name that she used because I'm not smart. I don't pay a whole ton of attention to what people's like actual names are. Um, but like, same thing with like, uh, Gun- like what from Walter to Gunther, stuff like that. So makes sense. But EO Sky and Dakota Kai showed up to back up Bailey uh, after the women's championship match that kicked off SummerSlam, which also just like real quick, SummerSlam was really good. I didn't love it as much as a lot of people did, but it was only because we had CCW that night. So I had to watch it the next day. And by then a ton of stuff had been spoiled for me, even just like briefly, like not even spending a ton of time on Twitter. Just like anytime I opened it up, the first thing was like, and here's a new spoiler. I'm like, son of a, so eventually I just kind of gave up and then watched it later. But overall, it was a really solid show. I enjoyed it. Uh, we're going to see that image of Brock Lesnar tilting up the ring with the tractor forever. Like that is one of now going to be one of the most iconic WWE images of all time. Let's see who else has come back. Uh, we had Killer Cross and Scarlet return. The, they attacked Drew McIntyre. Looked like they're going to be positioned really high on the card. 
and in their original like NXT presentation. No glad not a gladiator helmet to be seen. So that rules. Um and it'll be cool. I think I like I like Killer Cross and Scarlet as an act quite a bit. Um speaking of CCW, they will actually be there on the twenty seventh for a meet and greet, which shout out to them and WWE for allowing them to do that because they very easily could have signed a contract and then WWE been like, oh, and by the way, you're not going anywhere else. But they uh, they were originally supposed to be at CCW like two months ago, I think. But their travel got all kinds of screwed up because their flight got delayed and then canceled outright. And they just there was no way for them to to make it to the show. So that was a bummer. But they um, are going to be there on the 27th. So that's cool. Uh, we have seen Dexter Loomis make appearances they haven't like officially announced that he's resigned, but the last two weeks on Raw, he's you know breaking into the arena and like stalking his way over the the barricade. And then on NXT last night, we did get a or not last night on Tuesday night, we did get the um, index like Valentine card. So it's it's being referenced now on NXT, which was funny. I enjoyed that. Uh, Hit Row is back as well. Uh, Ashanti the Adonis, uh, Top Dalla, and B-Fab, which I know a lot of people are down on Hit Row coming back without Swerve or without Isaiah Scott, who, as he was known on NXT. I, I like them as a tag team. Like, I like both of them. I think they are, it's it's fresh blood in the tag division, and I think that they'll do really, really well in that role. Um, whether or not they will be like main event level caliber, like they guarantee would have been with Swerve remains to be seen, but I'm not completely writing that off yet. I do think that, but you know, even just coming in as a like top level tag team, I can't wait to see them against the Usos, Street Profits, uh, Alpha Academy. Like, give me a but. There's a bunch of matchups that that'll be a ton of fun to see. And then the big one being the big return that hasn't happened yet. But there seems to be a lot of chatter, a lot of rumors and reports that could happen, and that's Bray Wyatt. Um, is WW, Triple H and WWE are very interested in bringing Wyatt back. There were like uh, reports from like Fightful and other places that apparently the issue between WWE and Bray Wyatt was not an issue between WWE and Bray Wyatt. It was between Vince McMahon and Bray Wyatt. Apparently Bray just kind of stood up for himself whenever he got bad pitches and he wasn't happy with creative and that and then thus he was deemed difficult to work with which we've all heard that before so now that vince is out and triple h is in apparently they don't necessarily have like any sort of relationship good or bad just but if if why it was to come back to wwe the possibility is so much stronger now that vince is gone so that could be really really cool I would, I'm very curious to see that, it, let's assume that Wyatt is on his way back, just for the sake of what I'm about to say here, like, okay, so Wyatt's coming back, I'm very curious to see, like, what do we get? Is, does he return to Firefly Funhouse slash Fiend, but maybe we're given a little bit more creative control over, like, booking and matches? Does he do something completely new? Does he maybe revert back to the Eater of Worlds Swamp Cult Leader? I, I feel like there's really not a wrong answer, just as long as they don't ignore, you know, what happened previously, which, given what we've seen on the shows recently, I really can't imagine they would do. So, 
that could be very, very exciting. But again, nothing is confirmed. This is not a sure thing by any stretch of the imagination. But I am very, very curious to see if it happens. So. And then really the last thing is just a real quick list of um, matches because this is a wrestling podcast. So let's talk about the actual wrestling. There were some killer matches the last couple weeks. I'm only kind of barely scratching the surface because not all of these I have seen yet. I need to go and watch a handful of them or a couple of them still. And I know I'm missing one. So like I said, reach out to us. Let us know what matches that you saw that you can't wait for. Uh, or that you can't wait for people to watch or you want to go back and rewatch. So, um, But I already mentioned, mentioned the U.S. title match between Lashley and Champa. That match was amazing. I did see that one. Um, I That was kind of interesting of like, I liked the Miz interference. Like he was still out there backing Champa because I kind of half expected Miz to turn. But we that didn't happen and I'm glad it didn't because I, God help me, I dig the Miz and Champa pairing. I didn't think I would. But, like, this works for me. And it might just because it's Champa and and The Miz. And I really enjoy both of those guys. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan of both. And putting them together is just as kind of like an odd couple pairing. But they seem to get along. There's no real tensions there. Like, mm, I'm, I'm into it. I love it. Let's see. What else did I have? Uh, and then I mentioned earlier also the, the Gunther Nakamura match was just, like, that's a pay-per-view quality match that we got on SmackDown and we're, we seem to be getting like more and more of those like same thing with like drew mcintyre versus kevin owens like yeah it went long and then ended in a dq but like this was finally a the dq kind of makes sense what they're going for and the interactions between owens and the usos afterwards i i like you know tell the tribal chief he owes me one i i dig it i i'm into that i'm also kind of so Owens cut the promo that he's going, he wants to revert back to the prize fighter era, Kevin Owens, and be taken like that. And I'm on board with that. But what I really am hoping for, and again, this isn't an original pitch. This is stuff that people have talked about online and stuff, but I 100% agree, is Sami Zayn doing the Bloodline Light stuff. I love it. It's so good. It's so much fun. It's goofy. And Zayn plays it perfectly. But eventually, if the bloodline gets sick of him and kicks him out, what if he goes to his buddy and friend, Kevin Owens, and they be the ones to take the titles off of the Usos? Like, I would be super into that. I love that idea. And also, I think Owens has even recently said that, like, that's kind of the one thing that he hasn't done that he really wants to do in WWE is win the tag titles with Sammy. So I think that could be a ton of fun. Um, on the AEW side of things, of course, we had the Moxley versus Jericho match for the AEW title, and I enjoyed that match a lot. Jericho coming out as Lion Tamer Jericho to, like, White Zombie, like, I dug that because, of course, you know, despite Jericho's beliefs being on one end and me being on the exact opposite end, it seems like, he's still my GOAT, like, the greatest of all time, I think Chris Jericho is, um, but... That, so that was super cool to see. The I'm still kind of divided on the Lion Tamer going over the commercial break. Like that was a that was a choice. It was interesting, but I'm not 100% sold that I loved it. Uh, I think I liked it more than I didn't like it on that you know spectrum. But who knows? Why? Do, who knows? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, y'all. I'm tired. And this is a episode. Like I said, will it get published? We'll see. I think so. I think I salvaged it after that first couple minutes, 
Or did I? Let me know. Oh, don't, please don't let me know. I can't handle that. Oh, no. No, that was a mistake to say. Now it's definitely not getting posted. Um, but my only gripe is that I need Moxley to not <laughs> to not bleed as much. Because at one point, AEW allowing blood, it was a breath of fresh air. You know, WWE was so against it, and it really does add to these big matches and these big feuds. And when they come to a culmination, it's violent and it's visceral and it feels real. And then, like people are just bleeding every time they're on camera and i'm like ah okay there's a balance here we need it we need to strike that balance because to me person i know there's some people that'll love it but to me personally it, it's a little much and we could do without that but and then the what a lot of people are calling the best match on in dynamite history happened last night and it was uh, brian danielson versus daniel garcia in a two out of three falls match I have not gotten to see all of this yet. I started it a little bit last night. Excuse me. Um, I'm actually probably going to finish it either tonight or tomorrow. I have not... I don't know what's... Uh, I haven't figured that quite out yet. I don't know what my nights look like. But apparently this was just like phenomenal from what I saw of it. It was great. But, you know, you look who's in there. Who? That's not a surprise at all. And I like the dynamic of Garcia and Jericho now having tension within the jericho appreciation society it's 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 all very very good I, I i enjoyed it so let's see uh the g1 just finished as well um i have not seen hardly any of it to be honest and that bums me out because i do like on the one hand there's the part of me that's like the g1 tournament is a terrible idea because it's these high level matches they're high intensity they take a huge toll on the wrestlers they're doing it so back to back to back to back but then at the same time, it's like, look at these matches. Holy shit, this is amazing. Um, so I haven't gotten to see a ton of it, uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing um, at least the finals. But, well, I think Dalton may have seen more. I don't know. I actually haven't talked to him about it. But maybe we'll talk about that next week when we're back. Or not. Who knows? Tune in. And the last one that I wanted to give a shout out to is another one that I have not had a chance to watch yet. But it's two guys that I respect the shit out of. And I cannot wait to see this, but Josh Alexander versus Alex Shelley for the Impact World Championship coming out of Emergence this past weekend. Uh, apparently, this was a fantastic match. I am very, very excited to check that out. Um, probably maybe this weekend. I am not 100% sure yet, but uh, Impact has been doing just like such cool stuff recently. And I know it's we talk about it all the time. They are kind of the 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 step touch the stepchild of pro wrestling in the sense that like yeah there was a stretch where it was real bad but they have been just killing it overall the last couple years and they really don't get the due that i think that they deserve so if you haven't checked impact out in a while this is your invitation to do so and just know that you're in for a great wrestling product overall Obviously, like WWE, like AEW, there's no one wrestling company that gets it 100% right 100% of the time. Just, you know, to quote Brian Zane from Wrestling With Regret, like what you like, don't be a dick. Because the tribalism is dumb. If you're listening to this, you don't take part in that anyway because you're cool. And that's just kind of what we want this show to be is just like, wrestling's neat. This is fun. So... I am going to wrap it up there. That is the end of the list that I had pre-prepared. Uh, thank you to anybody who stuck out for these 35 minutes. Hopefully next week we will be back to normal with the normal like news, 
uh, new segment. I'm sure Dalton has a ton to talk about uh, in, as far as action figures go, because I know he's picked up a couple pieces the last couple weeks. Um, some of them are not wrestling related. He's a big fan now of the SH Figure Arts Dragon Ball Z line. So if you see any good deals, send him his way. I'm sure he'd appreciate it because he's he's really looking to, to round out that collection. Um, I got a ton of Transformer stuff, but again, that's not wrestling related. So uh, yeah, that is it until next week. Hopefully, again, like I said, our, I, I, first off, again, apologies for missing the last couple weeks and then this being kind of a weird episode but hopefully we'll be back to normal soon thank you to anyone who has stuck with us through here and has listened at all really because there ain't nothing special about me but y'all are cool so thank you but hopefully next week we will be back uh in the meantime like i said let us know what you dig about wrestling what has made you happy these last couple weeks uh give me match recommendations if if i didn't name i only i know i only named a couple of matches but like if there's something that I need to see that you think that I didn't talk about, like, don't assume I have already seen it and I just didn't talk about it. Let me know and I'll go and check it out. So, uh, again, you can follow us, uh, twitter.com at nerdiest part, uh, for the show. I'm at the five star man with the number five Dalton is Mr. D Anthony N P O T R. Thank you all again so much. I'm rambling. I've been rambling for the last 37 minutes now, but I'm going to end it there. So, Until next week, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and as always, watch more wrestling. Thank you.